to the Midwest Horror Network's March 2020 Halloween Spectacular, where every day we're diving into a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. I'm Brandon, and as always are with me... Mark. David. Zach. And as I said, today we are doing Simpsons Treehouse of Horror number six from season seven. Uh, I love it how you said good day. They uh, just say... <laughs> Hey, good morrow, everyone. Well, at least he didn't start it off like a PBS broadcast again. Well, I I couldn't say happy October 6th because I wanted to do the smart joke, so... Good morning. It's not even in March, though. Smart. Like the 13th month. Where's the oh, I, uh, uh, oh God! Uh, All right, whatever. Moving on. No, he's he's not wrong. It's it's it was just a bad joke within the episode. It's called a reference. The. You, you would have gotten it if you paid attention to the episode, Mark. I did. Um, Never mind. <laughs> so anyway, a very short intro for this episode. We have a headless Crest of the Clown, much in the same vein as the headless horseman from The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Crusty's head is laughing, and the body's riding a horse, and the headless body throws Crusty's head at the screen in a splatter of blood. We get the title, some Halloween special six and then we cut to the couch where all five simpsons are hanging by nooses <laughs> super dark but very funny it's getting darker for sure the uh yep very very quick intro which i think allowed a lot more time for the three segments and i think it story-wise i think it made a huge difference um, it felt like each story had enough time to actually properly breathe and have a proper beginning, middle, and end. Um, so yeah, very quick intro. I don't really think there's anything really to go over with it. I miss the my, I miss the tombstones, um, but uh, I guess an episode. Uh, I'll start with episode or story one. All right, Attack of the Fifty Foot Eyesores. The, Mark, Jesus, what uh, was it about? So it is about. Uh, it is, I guess, in the same spirit as like old fifties drive-in, or at least that's like the, the the vibe I got. Essentially, Homer goes to a, a strip of uh, of area that's a giant giant tourist trap with giant um, advertisements. Um, I guess it's making fun of like Middle America, Mall of America, and old Ve- Vegas at the, all at the same time. And uh, Homer drives into the uh, 50-foot donut shop um, to go get a giant fucking donut. Um, It turns out that the donut is, in fact, not giant at all. Homer is obviously upset, um, especially after figuring out that there's no refunds at all. Uh, So he says, I'm, I guess, in his Homer, Homer mind, goes ahead and is going to steal the giant uh, donut off of the giant... um, uh, guy that is holding a giant donut um and he accomplished this uh, accomplishes it this by saying fuck physics and throwing a giant hook around the donut strapping it to the end of the car and then going ahead to uh, uh drive it out um i'm glad that he attached it to his undercarriage and not to his bumper because his bumper clearly would have been ripped off he goes ahead and brings it into his house how he fits it through the front door is beyond me because again once <laughs> yeah. again fuck physics uh, and he has it in his living room, which is taking up his entire living room. 
Uh, Marge asks where he he got that. He says, "I did not break the law in order to obtain that." He them. acquired it through legal means. Indeed, indeed. Um, uh, the uh, very similarly to the Family Guy uh, sketch about getting the foot of the Statue of Liberty. Um, I, I think I enjoyed the Family Guy. <laughs> if I remember correctly, funny. though, Peter just bought it because he was getting so much money just for like yes, what the lottery. Yeah, the, uh, oh, was won, it the lottery? or Was it, was it the welfare lot. check episode? No, it was welfare check episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, uh, but um, uh, then all of a sudden during a freak ion storm, all of these particular giant advertisements come to life and started wreaking havoc throughout the entire town. Um, the, a bunch of crazy shit happens. Uh, it, there's a lot of really silly jokes. I spent most of the time rolling my eyes and snickering. Wasn't a lot of laughing. There was more snickering for me. Oh, you know, and there was a lot of, oh, God, okay. A Snickers still an acceptable laugh. Uh, sure. Um, I, sure. That is, I guess that is one way to describe it. Um, <laughs> the, uh, there's several different advertisements that show up, in, including a giant um, Brock, what's, his, uh, what's the newscaster's name? Ken Brockman. Ken Brockman. And, and a giant Ken, Ken Brockman, Brockman uh, statue that eats the actual Ken Brockman, which I did appreciate. That was quite funny. Uh, and the, uh, that little, uh, um, giant advertisement that holds up the donut that wears overalls finally shows up at Homer's door asking The for, lard lad. The lard lad is finally asking for the donut back. Um, Homer makes a bunch of excuses how he doesn't have it, but then eventually figures out he does have it. Um. Uh, him up on Flanders and... And, 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 and the, um, uh, <laughs> help me, Jesus! Um, and then I was like, I told you Flanders had it. The uh, and then through a very keen observation, Lisa finds a giant obvious clue within a very large footprint in their uh yard, which finds out that all of these advertisements are from one advertisement agency. And they figure out that the best way to do that is through the magic of advertisement, or more specifically, the magic of forgetting about advertisement. So they make a new jingle that makes everyone else pay attention to that particular jingle and ignore the rest of the advertisements, thus leading to the rest of the advertisements, a certain death. Uh, and that was the end of the episode. Um, I will say my quick Don't forget th- King Kodos. King Kodos. When the donut was rolling down. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, of course, the one appearance by King and Kodos um, uh, saying that we pretend to be married couples and, and they're attempting to hitchhike. I, I honestly think I would have much rather saw the episode how they got stranded on Earth and had to pretend to be a married couple than actually watching this particular one. I think I would have been more entertained by that than this. Um, but I think that it was a overall very okay sketch. I laughed at a few parts. I snickered at most of it. I rolled my eyes at other. And, mm-hmm. and it seemed like a completely shoehorned an ending where the magic of advertisement will make you forget about the rest of the advertisements. Um, it seemed very much like a the worst of an after-school special or a Nickelodeon program where the power of magic will make everything better. Uh, and then it ended. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I, I'm not going to get that 10 minutes back of my life, but okay. Good for Simpsons? The uh, but that that was about it. I spent most of the time looking at David, and, and we both rolled our eyes. Um, uh, I, I I could feel Zach's groans from the other end. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, he didn't even look back at me. I just knew what he was feeling. 
Yeah, and then Brandon and I laughed at it, laughed at a few of the same parts. Yeah, but, I, I thought this was a very funny one. But the um, but overall, there's nothing wrong with a little goofiness sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I sure the uh, I, I guess that that's the truth. But it felt the entire thing was goofy and very chaotic. It, very chaotic. Dang, I um, love it though. The one positive note is I did dig the the animation work on this. Um, I yeah. thought it was, I thought it was very good. Uh, there was, and actually, I as an overall tenant for the whole episode, it, it had really good animation. Yeah. Um, but I think I was paying far more attention to the animation than the actual stories because the stories didn't really grab me. Um, but it did have really good animation. I think it's the you can tell that it's improving in its quality as time goes on. Um, I did enjoy it. Um, uh, the uh, I think overall was it was okay. Um, it, it laughed at some parts, but most of the time I thought it was overly silly um and i just really just didn't buy the ending but it did have some pretty good animation i agree on that i was pretty entertained by this first one yeah i had like three favorite parts in there the first one was the um the beer or the um cowboy advertisement with the beer bottle and just smashes a group of teens just like wow yeah i really liked the antics of all the uh, giant mascots yeah. like the zip boys when they're going away at night <laughs> and the old man's just yelling at them fellas where are you going at this hour? Don't scratch with them heads. Hey, like uh, bobbleheads, essentially. You, you do have the giant Kent Brockman. You do have Otto, the bus driver, yeah. thinking he's going through an, an acid flashback with the devil. Yeah, that was another, like, one of my favorite moments is, like, Bart on the devil's shoulders. Like, mm-hmm. and, uh, the devil stands in front of the uh, elementary school and thinking about smashing and then Bart's on the shoulders. Yeah, smash it. All right, and he goes on the other side of the shoulder. Yeah, smash it. It's like, okay. And I also like that exchange between Homer and the lard lad. I told you, Flanders yeah, has it. Or Mo. Go kill Mo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it pretty funny. Yeah. But like the the one I think the one thing I rolled my eyes at the hardest and it was I don't even think I laughed, but it was definitely a snicker. I was when the heads finally finally went down because all I could think of was you said fuck it to physics the entire episode, yeah. but now you're gonna have yeah. uh, weight distribution issues of physics within this episode. Because the joke. Or when like Marge, sure. Or when like Marge convinces Homer just to give the donut back, and oh, yeah. so he's he's just gonna go away, and then he gives the donut back and just starts smashing the house in the way. He's like, "Don't you hate to be wrong all the time?" Like, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> the kicking of the dog was was was, was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> the because uh, it's animation, and and they can get away with things. Yeah. Yeah. It's. it's... Not the it's not the best one of these three, but it is a very funny one. And animation does yeah. I agree, Mark. On on top of that. Any other thoughts on this one before we move on? It was boring, but still not as bad as the Raven. <laughs> Fuck you, guys. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you go I, to hell. I think, nope. I, I you think go to hell and you and die. I will have a forever standard of of as long as it wasn't as bad as the Raven, we're good. The um, uh, yeah, the uh, yeah, that's, that's where <laughs> the uh, yeah we're gonna be split on that one. It's just gonna happen. The uh, yeah. it's it, it's always gonna be that. that's gonna be the continuing game for the rest of this goddamn show. Is well, it, it wasn't as bad as the Raven, I guess, but it was still pretty boring. The uh, anyway, fuck you guys. The uh, <laughs> the you're the only one that gets emotional about the Raven. I love the Raven. Well, I'm a I big like Edgar Allan Poe Edgar fan. Allen anyway. loving motherfucker. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like Agnar Allan Poe too, but I just hate the episode. Fucking gothic ass. I love him. 
Right. Go play Eddie. Devil May Cry 5 and just listen to V's bullshit. Then I think you'll reconsider your thoughts. <laughs> God. And for the award for the nerdiest reference of this episode goes to Zach. All right, next up we have Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. David. Nice. Tell us about this one. This one's obviously a parody of, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Starts off with, um, I think, Bart playing with Santa's little helper in the yard. Got a weird looking animation. Um, very saturated. Bright, yeah, very saturated. Um, bright colors. I guess to kind of insinuate that he's dreaming because Santa's little helper starts talking to him. So and all of a sudden, um, groundskeeper Willie pops up with a rake trying to kill him. And he's got his nice little um, red and black or red and green sweatshirt mm-hmm. striped like um, Freddy Krueger. So he tries uh, to you know, kill Bart essentially and kind of rakes him um, on his stomach. And Bart wakes up screaming. And awakes with the scratches on his stomach as well. And then we go into um, the next morning or whatever. No, he screams and Homer's like, um, Bart, is that you? And Bart's like, yeah, take out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then he goes to school, tells Lisa about the story or his dream. And then realize that she had the same dream about Willie. That, but this time he used, um, I guess, hedge clippers on her. She's got a piece of like her hair in her hand. And all the kids start circling. He's like, yeah, we had a you know similar nightmare involving groundskeeper Willie as well. He used me as a floor buffer. Yeah. <laughs> he floor buffered me. <laughs> like, oh, that was pretty funny. They... Yeah, Nelson was really shiny. <laughs> then uh, Principal Skinner comes up trying to essentially cover up a cover-up, I guess. There's no mystery about Groundskeeper, really. He just simply disappeared. Now, let's no longer talk about this cover-up. Right when he's walking away. Um, Then we transition into the classroom where um, Martin falls asleep. I had to think about that one for a sec. He falls asleep. He's got this weird dream where he's a math magician or whatever master of latin or master of latin yeah. i was gonna say math wizard but okay I, sure because well, he's, he's going over latin phrases and there's latin written on the chalkboard gotcha all right okay <laughs> okay we agree Do you it's like ready? <laughs> right all the time damn it's like weird rocket science to me but that works too <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the little cape and that ridiculous ass hat. Nerd. Yeah, there's a big, like, blackboard or chalkboard there with all the Latin words and Willie kind of blend into it and appears out of nowhere and says some, something smart. I don't know what he said. You've mastered a dead tongue. Can you handle a oh, live Oh, yeah, one? yeah. He starts running and <laughs> Willie's tongue stretches and grabs him and wraps him up like a, a boa constrictor. And then we go back to the classroom while he's still dreaming and Martin's screaming and he dies and Nelson says ha ha and laughs because <laughs> that's just, you know, Nelson. It's the appropriate moment to laugh when somebody dies. That was definitely the funniest bit of the whole oh, yeah. episode. The, uh, I love that. Yeah, for me it was both the uh, the creepiest and the funniest. The creepiest because Martin's scream is freaking yes. nightmare inducing. <laughs> like. Ah. It wasn't like a stock scream or a standard Martin scream. It was, it was like terrifying scream, suffering to death. <laughs> and then, of course, you have uh, when Lunch Lady Doris is wheeling him out. Yeah, she's like, "Yeah, let's wheel him out. I don't want the kids seen." And then um, Principal Skinner had his foot 
on the, uh, the sheet, sheet covering Martin and as she um, wheels him out, exposes his body and freaking horrifying, it's kind of stiff with his hands all out, kind of like he's clawing or, you know, begging for his life, essentially, and the kids scream. And then oh, the kids scream. Like, go, 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 go. Get him out of here. And Not into the kindergarten. Into the kindergarten. <laughs> you hear all the little kids screaming, too. <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah, and then um, Bart and Lisa uh, run home and tell, essentially, their parents, Martin and Homer, that Martin died in the classroom, and they're like, yeah, this has nothing to do with Groundskeeper Willie, and they're like, um... We didn't say it had anything involving groundskeeper Willie. We didn't even say groundskeeper yes. Willie. Oh, oh really? Oh yeah. Then they like, realize they messed up, and so they sit down and tell them the story of what happened with um, groundskeeper Willie. It happened on the thirteenth hour of the thirteenth day of the thirteenth month. month. Yeah, smart the, the PTA was meeting about the misprinted school yeah. calendars. March, smart, smart. Homer, it's snowing oh, obviously, yeah, so right. Homer goes in the school. Is like this damn smart weather. <laughs> so stupid. He goes to the um, the meter to turn the heat on. Says, "Don't touch Willie," and he just turns it all the way to freaking max. And Willie's in the boiler room, just playing or um, his bagpipes. Um, so. And then uh, he's like, hey, what's going on? He goes to the boiler and it just explodes on him. And he's on fire. And then they're having their PT meeting about um, having what used fire extinguishers or... Well, there's a it? repair the doorknobs, which they said no. And the doorknobs <laughs> in the boiler room <laughs> yeah. broke as we were trying to escape. And then it was also a free refill of the fire extinguishers. Which was denied. Which was denied. And of course, the <laughs> fire extinguisher was empty. Yeah, he was trying to use it on him, on himself, and it's empty. And he runs into the classroom begging for help while they're, you know, having their meetings. Like, he's like, Willie, please, Mr. Van Housing's got the floor. He's got away, so he's on fire, <laughs> mind you. And he runs in there and sits down waiting for him to be done. Until and he Mr. Just, Van Houten doesn't like the idea of Millhouse having stu- two, two spaghetti <laughs> meals on the same day. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Yeah, no money. Like, like, I'm, David, you're the only parent out of the four of us. Is that an actual concern that parents have? Are, are their kids having I mean, the same meal? And... Sometimes. Like, sometimes I'll have chicken nuggets, and that's all you got to really feed them. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, as long as your kid's eating, who gives yeah, a damn? Yeah, yeah, I mean, sometimes you you might, like, they might eat the same meal in a day. Like, you just don't know. I'm not keeping track of what the school's feeding them. Which you sh- technically should be, but <laughs> I'm just it's gonna, un- something unhealthy. We live in Chicago. I'm just going to assume the schools are feeding them shit. Yeah, something unhealthy. And I, we all been there. Oh yeah, we know what we. It get. sucks. Yeah, and ain't gonna get. You any either better. just don't eat it and wait till you get home to get some good, or yeah. you kill yourself while eating the lunch. Essentially, yeah. So it'll be. Remember how the we're... pizza looked like human flesh, dude? Yeah. God, it's, it's really fucking disgusting. Leathery. And yeah. I, knew, I knew kids who would be like, "Yo, you want your pizza? Fucking have it. I'm not touching this shit." You get the burgers where the meat's still like freshly pink inside. It's like, Ugh. did you even cook this? Dude, I, you look forward to Pizza Fridays every week, and then and you then, did. And then, and then, and then it fucking gets there, and it's like, and it's like I know I'm gonna be disappointed because it's gonna be bad. The uh, and then you get there, and you're like, oh. it's burnt too. The only time, you, like the only like lunch that would be somewhat edible or look good and just be okay was the fucking taco. No, uh, nachos. That yeah. was it. Essentially, this is what you get with school lunch. Either it's undercooked or overcooked. 
It's never in between. I'll, I'll take overcooked. Never I'll between. Definitely take overcooked. Yeah, I don't want to get uh, me too. I, I don't. I don't think that I'll ever be able to get chocolate milk and cheese pizza out of my mouth. Of the taste out of my uh, mouth. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. I wouldn't even drink the milk either. I'd literally go. <laughs> look, Brandon's like. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go to the fucking water fountain and just be like, all right, I'm gonna take my chances with sewage water over this shit. Ugh. Fuck that. Ah, oh, dude. Am I the only person who who who, who really wanted Ralph to be in this episode? Yeah, Ralph wasn't there. The, uh, yeah, I, I, I really think that Ralph would have added something uh, to this um, being there. I'm I would have later on. I would have loved to have had that. Maybe that's a deleted scene somewhere where Ralph hasn't has the nightmare and gets killed. Yeah. Honestly, I'd much rather have Ralph get killed than the other kid. Um, I think but he wouldn't been, last too long either. Uh, he died right away. Oh yeah, it would have been. I'm in danger. Yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I think I just wanted one of those jokes. I think that's what I really. <laughs> and I, I think if it had been Ralph, it would have just been outright comedy. Whereas with Martin, you do get sort of that mix. Sure. Of the humor sure. and the Halloweenness. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, that's there's a the point to that. But yeah, if, if yeah. this episode were made today, I, I could definitely see them killing ralph instead of martin yeah that is definitely a modern mm-hmm. simpsons thing that would yeah. have been done yeah so anyway what how did, how did the episode wrap up david well he's still sitting in the chair he, at this point he's down to the bone it's all flesh everything gone yeah which really cool and, skeleton design flaming skeleton yeah, design yeah it was really freaking cool get some good animation going on for this episode um he stands up curses the parents basically he's like well i'm gonna get you back through your kids and where you, your kids will be mo- the most vulnerable and that's your dr- their dreams where they can't really help. Yeah. And he you know, goes down to Ash and then cleans himself up. <laughs> Throws himself in the trash. The, the phantom dust The phantom fan. dust fan. I, I, did, I did snicker a little bit at that. I did. Yeah. Of course you did. The, uh... <laughs> It was. It was. It was okay. It, it was, was humorous. It, it was. It was humorous. A, yeah. a, a laugh is still a laugh, Mark. The uh, true. I think most of this episode, I, I, I was. I felt like the ostrich from Family Guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's literally how I thought. The that's how I fucking love that ostrich. That's how I felt most of this episode. Uh-huh. Uh, what else happened? Um, then they realize uh, Bart, um, Lisa, and Maggie are trying to stay up. Um, struggling at this point, and Bart um, decides to just say like, go in and try to fight him head on. So he kind of, you know, warns Lisa, like, "Hey, if you think I'm in trouble, wake me up." The whole, there was a you know, little scene. humorous bit, like after Marge and Homer tell the story to Bart and Lisa. Lisa says, "Bart, that means the next time you and I go to sleep, we could die." Uh, and yeah, then yeah. Grandpa is like, "Welcome to my oh, world." Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, sleep. "Grandpa for the win once again." Always. The, he always, like, every time he says something, it's usually a fucking win. Yeah. Almost always a win. Yeah, too tired. The, uh, can't believe I forgot about that one. That was pretty funny. The, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, after that, they're, like I said, they're, Bart's going back to face Willie head on in the dream. Um, we're back in the front yard for the elementary school, and Willie shows up as the lawnmower, um, chases Bart around. And then eventually it turns into, or Bart tricks him into going into the sandbox where it's a quicksand, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. So he gets stuck in there and kind of sinks in, thinks it's, you know, safe. He's like, okay, he's gone now. I can, you know, have my regular dreams of winning the Super Bowl with Krusty. So <laughs> Krusty shows up, full uniform with the football. He's like, all right, Bart, it's like the fourth quarter. 
you know, we're down by touchdown or whatever. Standard Statue of Liberty. Yeah. (laughs) What does that mean? I don't freaking know. Um, While they're, you know, discussing the play, um, Willie shows back up and he's turned himself into a giant giant bagpipe spider. spider. Sure. So, and then Krusty sees he's like, um, screams and says, Bart, don't ever dream about me again and runs off. Um, Groundskeeper Willie grabs Bart. Bart screams. Lisa shows up. She's like, Bart, you're in trouble. Wake up. He's like, wait a minute. If you're in here, you must be fucking sleeping too. He's like, wait a minute. I just closed my eyes. I'm not sleeping. I'm just resting my eyes. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Damn. She was sleeping. Yep. Then Maggie shows up after Willie grabs Lisa too. They're both doomed apparently. And then Maggie climbs up the back of Groundskeeper Willie and shoves her pacifier in the vent and... He explodes. And actually, your sound system actually hit some serious bass yeah. with that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, damn. It was, oh. Like a, it was like a DC movie, that bass. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Chris Nolan movie. It yeah. felt nice. But no, it's uh, whenever yeah. Justin comes over and we watch movies, like we've watched like Wonder Woman and a few of the other oh, DC nice. movies, and we've noticed that, D- that the DC movies in particular just really amp up the bass. A lot of times, so now whenever we watch something and it, gotta it, do something. And it suddenly just hits the bass really hard, we just say, Ooh, oh, easy there, DC movie. Dude, David, shots fired, bro. It was a nice moment on the, the sound system. Oh, yeah, it nice. was. It was. It was. Yeah. We, all, we all like, yeah. Okay. Um, which I, I would say this one probably had the weakest ending. Like like the we- guess, not, not yeah. ending as in like climax, but ending as in like the note mm-hmm. it went out on. Um, David, do you want to cover those sure. final I mean, moments? They, after that, they wake up back at home, um, but Lisa feels like Willie's still kind of around, kind of senses something is still not right. So when they head outside, there's a um, freaking coach bus or whatever. It's um, like a gray greyhound. greyhound or whatever shows like up. A not greyhound bus. Yeah. <laughs> shows up in front of their house. Willie apparently shows up alive and well. Um, the bus drives off. And Willie realizes he's afraid of his gun in the bus and is like, crap, wait here, don't move, and chases the bus and loses his shoe while he's doing it. Which, which is ridiculous. That was pretty much it for the ending. Which is, by the way, it's a joke on... We've talked about this before, not on the podcast, but I think in person. It's about that whole guy who uh, who said he didn't murder his wife because he left his gun underneath his seat. Um, I can't remember what the fuck. Oh, that happens long after this episode did was it, made. Did it? Yeah. Did it? Okay, cool. Because yeah. I, I was like, watching it, I was like, are they making a joke on that? No. Because it no. sounded really like that. Unless the Simpsons creators can see the future. And I realized <laughs> what I just said right there. <laughs> well... Well, the uh, predicted a lot of things. The, you really? can add that one to the list of of reasons why the Simpsons creators are in fact time travelers. Simpsons did it first. The uh, <laughs> one episode of South Park. Jesus. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Poor Butters. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah, d- d- don't mention South Park in this household. It's too soon. Hulu lost it to HBO Max recently. Yeah. So yeah, it's figures. We're we're very sad in this apartment right now because of that. Yeah, back to Seinfeld. <laughs> I can just watch it on ComedyCentral.com anyway. Wow. <laughs> anyway, 
but yeah, um, yeah, I thought Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace was a really good one. Um, had had a good structure to mm-hmm. it. Um, really, it's just that final moment that just kind of fell flat. Yeah, and I, I kind of get that the joke is Willie is trying to be scary, but he's just not scary anymore to them. But it does come off as just kind of flat. But other than that, it's like it's yeah. It had a beginning mystery. It had a good middle of Martin's death. Um, we even got a flashback backstory in there, mm. um, and then we had final showdown. Like it, it's they packed a lot into this segment. Doesn't like Willie? Sh- no, never mind. I thought there was like another Treehouse of Horror where he, they kind of did the same thing, or similar to to this episode. But I might be wrong. Well, I enjoyed we're going to find out later this month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair it was enough. definitely entertaining. Yeah. Um, this is one of the more, um, one of the episodes I remember the most because of the parody of Nightmare on Elm Street. So. And the dream animation at the beginning was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. The, uh, I thought the animation was, was actually pretty good. Zach, yeah. What do you think about it since you're the big um, Friday the 13th? Nightmare on Elm Street fan. Oh, oh, I mean, you are. Oh, no. <laughs> like, fuck you. Uh, please. Uh, somebody just, likes the raisin. David and Zach just became enemies. Dude, it's literally going to be like that from the first segment where hey. Ken Brockman is up there and like pause for technical difficulties <laughs> as he <laughs> screams <laughs> in the background. <laughs> All right, and we're back and we're missing David. And David's David's been murdered. We don't know how. The lights went off. I've been up since like David's been murdered yesterday. and Zach's in jail. It's literally like most of the deaths in Scream 3. Like, the lights go off and somehow somebody dead i don't know uh, still a better movie than scream one <laughs> don't bring oh that. dude no we're not we're not doing that right now the uh um, okay anyways this episode i hate it and it made me realize how much i hate the simpsons wow <laughs> wow wow that escalated you're doing a nightmare on elm street parody and you didn't make me laugh once Oof! Oof! all i felt was this is fucking stupid not even the Martin death. Not even Nelson saying nothing. Uh, not even nothing. dead body getting get wheeled out. Not even the kids seeing dead It literally said, I'm literally realizing as I'm watching this, I'm like, I really do not like this show. <laughs> I don't like the look of it. I don't like the characters. I really hate Homer. He's a fucking moron. Wow. The, I think Why the, did I agree to this? The, uh, wow, Zach. I... It, I think it's that... still not as bad as the Raven. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, all right, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, it's your turn hold to on. die now. Hold on. We'll be right back, okay. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hold on, hold on. This segment versus the 2010 remake. Oh. I would rather watch that. Oh, that is a damn lie, and you know it. <laughs> Let's turn it on. <laughs> really, he really hates the Simpsons. The uh, no, he really God hates this fucking episode damn. because this because this is actually something that's personal to him. The uh, that's the reason why because this is something that has to do with nightmare and and anything to do with nightmare is is like insulting religion. The uh, to Zach nightmare and eat. Oh, ooh, ooh, hold on, hold on. Ed, the, hey, hold on, hey, hold on, David. Uh, this is all the, different. We're all friends here. <laughs> the, oh. the um, uh, no, the I, I anybody that's a, that's a hardcore fan of of Nightmare, I get it. The um, uh, the uh, so, but I think I think we should uh, 
Hang <laughs> on. on. Hang on. There's a, like, there's, there's a lot more episodes left to go. The, uh, yeah, we're, we're only on number six. Yeah. Just, yeah. The, uh, we're only on number it. six. The, uh, <laughs> oh, hang, oh, 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 why couldn't we get hang, hang, hang tight, Zachabeth. Hang I'm tight. here. The, uh, hang, I hang, agreed to it. Hang tight in the pocket, man. Hang I'm tight like, in yeah, the, pocket. the Halloween episodes, those should be good. What have I done? Dude, you, hold on. You've enjoyed, a, there's recordings of you saying that you There's some of them that are good, but for the most part. Dude, it's, it's gonna, like, I've said this before. There's gonna be some episodes that we're, that some people are gonna like and vice versa. And then some episodes are just gonna fall fucking flat in the face. Yep. It's, it's, it, when you have 31 of them, there's bound to be some that are gonna be better than others. And you know for. 31, three segments each. So that's only like six to seven minutes per segment. And, and that's what, um, so you got 30, so that's what, 90, 99, almost 100 different segments? Yeah. If really. math if math is uh, correcting. Um, correct. Mark, you should know you and I are not allowed to do math in public spaces. That's, that's. Public. Or, and then or, go put it on the internet. The, <laughs> <laughs> true. Or, or write copy yeah. at all. The, uh, without and having, assuming the 31st one does come out this year, that'll be 93 segments plus, you know, all the intros. Plus a couple wraparounds. Yeah, there's a lot of hours of, of television to still go through. So, so it, hang tight, little buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the um, I thought the animation was actually really good in this. Um, I the yeah, there were some funny bits in this, but again, I think this entire episode, I just I, I just overall most of the time I, I spent rolling my eyes or or just going oh, okay. The um uh, so and this and most of this most most of this was the same with the exception of like very specific jokes that did hit for me but for the most part I'm gonna add it to the list of of the rest of this episode which is it was okay the um uh, at least that's for me it's gonna be great the uh, <laughs> it's gonna be great it's gonna be great the uh, we're gonna get the kid from uh, Jingle all the way to be in Star Wars it's gonna be great the uh, it was a good decision Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I have two words for you, Jar Jar. The uh, hey, Jar Jar wasn't that bad. The uh, I Jar Jar Binks. That wasn't that bad. That wasn't the worst part. Jar Jar was pretty bad. The I don't. That wasn't the still a better character than Rose Tico. I don't know who that is. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Point proven. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what those two words mean together. The uh, anyway. Right. Uh, yeah. So third episode. Yeah. Any, any last thoughts about Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace? Good to move on. All right, one more segment, and that is Homer Cubed. Zach, tell us about this. (laughs) Acid trip. (laughs) Yes. It probably was, yeah. So, Marge's Simpsons. Marge's sisters are coming over, so of course everybody in the house is like, oh, fuck, I gotta hide. (laughs) Pretty much. So, the kids, they take over the closet. Homer tries arguing with them for a good, like, minute, and then they throw some legal mumbo-jumbo in his face, and he's like, fuck! All right, mind you. What legal mumbo jumbo? They called it. Well, apparently that's legal mumbo jumbo in his mind. The uh... I, I have the same arguments with my kids. Trust me, <laughs> it, it goes that way. So he, David can relate. Yes. Um, he goes. He tries to lift the the rug up. The cat and the dog are sitting there, just like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Shit. So he decides. Okay, I'm in the living room. I'm gonna move this bookcase. Let's see. I've never been back here. Puts his arm through a wall. Huh. That's fucking weird. Okay. And they uh, they ring the doorbell. They're here. They immediately find Bart and Lisa. It's just like, 
we're gonna do seashells today. You're gonna suck the shit out of all these and help us clean them. Fuck. Alright, I'm gonna take my chances with this wall. Enters into the wall. And he enters into the third dimension. And if you don't know what the third dimension is, any kids from the 90s ever watch an educational program with the weird fucking shapes and shit flying mm -hmm. all over the place and the grids on the floor? Sometimes you get a white background, sometimes you get a black background. And it's early 3D CGI. That's essentially what we're looking at here. I'm trying to remember it. I remember it. I've never hated Zack more than I do now. <laughs> that Why? is literally what we're looking at all right, right here. Now you're both fucking even, alright? So. <laughs> and it's probably the most interesting thing this show has done so far. Because I'm not going to lie, I very much enjoyed this. <laughs> I'm just like, oh cool, we're going into my territory now. Animation and shit. 3D. Dude, fucking love this. Dude, I spent most of the I spent most of the fucking episode going, "What the fuck am I watching?" <laughs> there, there, there's some good jokes in this one, like when Homer's just standing there, he's field, and he says, "I feel like I'm wasting a fortune just standing here." Yeah, because back how, then how it much, probably cost him a fortune yeah, to make that, that whole cost? thing. I can yeah. make that in like five minutes right now. I dare Maybe you. Maybe even less. It's not that hard. All I got to do is make a green grid, put it on the background, put a few shapes down. Mm. Bam. I got that scene right there. This Element is, is fucking great. This explains a lot. This explains why Stephen King thought Maximum Overdrive was awesome. This is probably what he was yeah. viewing the world as. Sure. This is great. But anyways, he's walking around in the third dimension. He starts screaming and apparently everybody can hear him like it's the fucking poltergeist or something like that. <laughs> Marge is just like, are you in the linen closet again? Give me one second. No, I don't see any linens. Fuck. So she starts inviting everybody over. The police, the doctor, that weird, crazy fucking scientist dude with the... Professor uh, Frank. Uh, yeah, that guy. And uh, all Flanders. of the fucking priests. Yep. Yeah. Do you see a light, Homer? Yes. yes. Go Walk into, into the, the light. light. <laughs> Zap. And he gets electrocuted. Uh, his doctor throws out some random stuff. Oh, and no, that, the doctor asks him what's it like in there. And Homer says, well... Has anybody ever seen the movie Tron? Oh, then everybody just goes, no, 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 no. The cop, yes. I mean, no. Which I don't get. What was bad about Tron? I don't not know a single Tron. person who not, does... Not Tron Legacy. Original Tron. No, Tron Original Legacy Tron. is good, yeah. too. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Like Both it. of those movies are fantastic. Dude, I liked it. I mean, there, I like there was a time in my online dating profile where one of the questions was, what's the most private thing you're willing to admit? And I put... I watched the original Tron and liked it. What the <laughs> fuck was bad about Tron? The, the only thing worse is to say I watched Dune and liked it. Oh, no. Not even I would go that far. <laughs> All right. Mark, All right. Mark. You went far, man. You're, you're going a little too far there, buddy. I, I'm when, 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 when theaters need to pass out a glossary along with your ticket. That's oh. the funniest fucking story I've ever heard from my dad. I like, I went to go see this movie and they handed me a fucking pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> so I can understand what the hell was going on. And, and I, then I actually found a copy online. Of the pamphlet. A, a scan of it. Oh, yeah. great. I'm still just amazed that they had to hand out a fucking pamphlet. Like, that's just amazing to me. I kind of wish I could go back in time just to see that. It's like, huh. So this is what they were talking about. If they, The fuck does this mean? <laughs> if they really want to save movie theaters for the new version of Dune, directed by the guy that did the new Blade Runner, they should do a glossary with every ticket. <laughs> yes. Ooh, so if you look at the back of your ticket, you'll find a glossary. It's like in such tiny words you need a magnifying glass to read it. It's like... It's like that time that you had a cheat sheet on your test. 
and you know, like, a, like a one note card and everything else and you have to write as small as you can to write every it fucking answer on there everything on there it's like Damn. fuck I did that but yeah Tron good movie I don't know why people fucking hate it people are fucking weird what the fuck it you gotta sucks. be a fan of science fiction in order to be a fan of it. It's, I, you know, yeah, I, I, I guess. Yeah, like it, it's one of those movies that's not an easily, easy, easily digestible science fiction, uh, you know, movie. I, I, I beg to differ. I, I can see a modern audience having a difficult time with the original because the sound design is very. Yeah, is it? Though? It's very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Empty in a way, like when they enter when when they get into the computer world. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just basic stuff back then. Yeah. I mean, that's just how things were. No, like, I, I appreciate it, but I can understand why somebody who has never seen it before in a modern audience might not like it. You see, this is the problem with our children these days. They're all with our fancy tech and flashy lights and all these fancy sounds. Not my well, children. easy solution to that is just don't have children. There you go. We need incentive-based <laughs> well, eugenics. Well, damn, Brandon, you should have told me ten freaking years ago. I didn't know you ten years ago. God. Do you want me to travel back Do in time a, and stop yes, you? yes. He just no. kicks, he kicks through the door. <laughs> you edit that out. <laughs> Brendan, why is, I'm the why editor is there a DeLorean one, David. <laughs> My kid's like 10 years later, Dad, <laughs> did you just tell Brandon to go back in time and not conceive us? Your kids are listening to this, it's like, what no. kind of shit is that? No, no, no. And you know the kind of luck I have. I'm going to show up at the most awkward moment. Yeah, you probably would. Right before the final thrust. <laughs> like my daughter's wedding. Yeah, hey, I got this here. <laughs> The, uh, you know, I went the wrong way. <laughs> the, Brandon, I only have one question for you. I played the wrong the, track. Is, is it how did I figure out how to work the flux capacitor? No. How much cocaine is in that DeLorean? Because I'm assuming the answer is a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I did stop 80s. by 1985 to get this. So. <laughs> you get, I, by you, what, look, all you got to do is just ask Stephen King. He has too much. Do you guys, hold on, you guys do know that that's actually a joke. Granted in history, John DeLorean actually went to jail for thirty years for co- for possession of large quantities of cocaine. I was not aware of that. They literally tr- literally bought off um, uh, cocaine from a like it's in this the awesome documentary Cocaine Cowboys. Um, oh yeah, the um, uh, literally bought uh, coke off of a major dealer, and he was selling it in order to out to uh, get the DeLorean company out of bankruptcy. And he got busted. The um, uh, <laughs> got busted for selling coke. He went to prison for like twenty five or thirty years. God damn, that's a wow. lot. The for... um, uh, dude, it was, but it was like, it wasn't like a little bit of cocaine. It was like, like two or three tons of cocaine. Like it was a lot of fucking. It was a Green Goblin trucks load. Yes, 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 okay. absolutely. The um, uh, I think tons is a nice. little dramatic, but it was, a, it was, it was enough to like, you know, you would be like considered a. A distributor of coke, that kind of amount, so, and he tried to use it to uh, to bankrupt the company, and then got busted. I mean, get out of bankruptcy. Get out of bankruptcy. Yes. Jesus Christ. The little, literally, and then yeah, because his because his whole thing was was you know the DeLoreans were failing, the um and basically was going to be sold as a novelty item because I heard that they were kind of not really good cars. The um uh, you know they seemed like they would be shitty cars performance yeah, they, wise. They didn't really go that fast. The uh, so so yeah, and they can at least go eighty-eight miles per hour, right? What, why would the movie lie to us? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, movies never stretch the truth ever, right, Brandon? Ever, 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 ever. Oh. Oh. Anyways, that's not like I can drive anyway. The uh, you can't moving on. Believe. 
Oh, okay, I can drive. It just wouldn't be, you know, legal if I drove. True. You're time traveling and you have large quantities of cocaine in a DeLorean. I think you're not having a license is like the least of your problems. That's like the fourth thing wrong with this yeah. scenario. Yeah. <laughs> you just got like a ticket nowadays. It's like, does he have a license? No. Throw that motherfucker in prison! You're not mad at like us time traveling and then affecting other people's lives and and, you know, and actually driving around in a, a car that's not street legal in today's regards and having large quantities of cocaine from the 80s that I've actually bought off of John DeLorean? No, not at all. No, no, no. It's just your license thing. They, um, uh, you know, we... got to follow law, man. Yeah, technically there aren't any laws against time travel. Yet. Yet. True. Well, if you go back in time to where the laws were before, is it still breaking the law? That's actually a good question. The, uh... uh I think this is your, um, your award no points. The, uh, uh, I, I, no, it's not even that. Like, it just, it, like, it hurt my head. <laughs> that was like, no, I was like, you shit. I actually have to think about this. Shit. Yeah. I need to go and, like, you know. I don't know, smoke some weed or something, and some like research. expand my mind, <laughs> and like, and then uh, maybe write a novel on physics, and then somebody call PJ and uh, ask him for some help. The, um, get back uh, to him. The, and you know what? I'm just gonna go with the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy answered uh, forty is forty six or forty two. Forty two. Thank you. I'm just gonna go with forty two. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with that answer. <laughs> Alrighty. The um, uh, but yeah, yeah, they're, they're um, like all laws. There's there's definitely there's a reason why laws exist, and and mm-hmm. if if there was any group to create a law for a reason why not to time travel, it would definitely be this group. So yeah, moving on, what happens with Homer next? Um, so he throws a fucking whatever. Cone. I don't know. Cone, was it? Yep, it was a cone. Okay, yeah. He throws a cone, and it punctures the grid, and then it essentially creates a black hole that's just slowly expanding in the center of the map. Exactly. And it's just sucking everything in. Why did he throw the cone in the first place? I actually don't remember. It was bouncing around and it. Oh, it's. Sh- oh, yeah. Buttock. Yeah. his <laughs> ass. What happened, Zach? Yeah, it essentially jumped right into his ass. <laughs> that's all I wanted to hear. It's just. I don't know. That, that was the one thing where I'm like, but that was stupid. Oh. oh, also, I forgot to mention the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen before in this episode. He fucking drools oh, yeah. into a pool of fish. And I don't know why, but I felt super bad for those fish, because now they have to swim in that shit for the rest of their existence. Which and that's wasn't just very straight long up disgusting. because of like the black hole. Yeah, Either way, I'm like, screw you, you dirty bastard. Those poor fish now have to suffer because of you. I... Wow, dude, Zach is a a Simpsons created sympathy within Zach. Fucking hate Homer. I don't know, the most disgusting part was Selma sucking the freaking crab out of the shell. Yeah, that was pretty gross. And then then getting herpes in her mouth. Yeah, fucking gross. uh, I felt more bad for the fish. Fuck those two old bitches. (laughs) Then we uh, have Professor Frank explaining what the third dimension is to everybody. And everyone's just ultra confused. It's just like, I don't get it. Love Chief Wiggum. That that might be the most self-aware that the Simpsons have ever gotten in this era. Also might be the smartest thing they've ever done. Point taken. The, uh, he draws a square, and Chief Wiggum's like, hey, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Getting a little too crazy here, Egghead. <laughs> but yeah. 
uh, the black hole is just slowly expanding. Everybody's trying to figure out what the fuck can we do to save him. Uh, Homer's father comes in with one of those old diving suits and the cord attached. Everybody's like, no, you're not going in there. And then Bart just comes out of nowhere with a basic rope. Fuck it, I'll go in there. No! And he just legs it in there. And he's just like, oh, this is kind of cool. Black hole slowly expanding. Homer's on the opposite end of the black hole. Bart's on one side. Uh, Bart climbs on this freaking, uh, like, what was it, a random street? It was a lamppost. Yeah, oh. Street sign. Yeah, lamppost, street sign, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) And he's just like, jump to me! I'm like, that's not gonna work. Homer (laughs) jumps, immediately gets sucked into the black hole. Well, shit. Bart goes back. Did you get him? No, he fell into the black hole, but he seemed pretty optimistic about it. This Homer's screaming in agony. (laughs) And then he falls into our universe. Like, he just lands in a trash can in L.A. What year was this? This was... Seven, it would have been, like, 96? 96 L.A. So 95. Literally. October 95. I don't know. Was L.A. that bad in the 90s? I know it was terrible in the 80s. <laughs> no, it was really bad in the 90s. Was so it? Let's just go with bad all the time. But anyway. Fair enough. Anyways. Yeah, he's just walking around. Everybody's staring at him like, What the fuck did... It just... No. 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 And then he walks, what was it, an exotic cake shop? Erotic Erotic. Erotic cake shop, yeah. And uh, walks in, probably buys a cake, and then the episode ends. Yeah, hungry and horny. These are, which is where most of us live our lives. Um, uh, So, this is one of those things that I would have loved to have seen an entire episode on one of the bits of the episode. And that would a Homer wandering around in an erotic cake shop would have been a great episode. I would have watched. I would have watched a solid ten minutes of that. That would have been great. I liked this one. Um, I really liked the animation on Bart's spikes. I'm sure whatever animator was assigned that was thrilled. I mean, is I don't picture that part being too hard. I mean, they didn't like wave or anything, did they? I don't remember. They were pretty, if they were pretty they still, then that's like you're literally just taking points on the skull and kind of just dragging it up. So yeah. that probably wouldn't be the hardest thing, especially yeah. if he has a circular flat head. Yeah, that would probably be one of the easier things to do. Nice. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. But then again, this is 90s, 90s 3D animation, so it could be something entirely oh, different. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm assuming it was a lot more difficult. Like when he said this whole segment, uh, he feels like he's costing a fortune right now. He is not lying. I can only imagine how much that cost back then. You could probably do that in a few days here. Hell, maybe even a day or two back then. <laughs> I don't know how long this episode took them, but it probably took them a good amount of time. This is what James Cameron had in mind when he started using CG for his movies. James Cameron is the greatest pioneer. And this is where Chris Nolan figured out he'll never use CGI. No, Chris Nolan figured that out like... A, Way before then, he's just like, "What is this fake shit?" <laughs> yeah, um, this segment is actually a spoof of the Twilight Zone. Huh? Yeah, it's called "Little Girl Lost." And they I, really love spoofing boy. Twilight Zone. I in think these, it was uh, season three. I think. Interesting. Um, but yeah, basically, it's the same basic plot, um, except instead of Homer, it's a little girl who ends up in a the fifth dimension. And that drawing that Frank did on the wall of the borders, that's actually from the episode. And the, um, the doorway in the episode was starting to close down, much like how there was a black hole happening in this segment. So it was a good 
spoof of the episode while at the same time not being tied to the exact story of the episode. I didn't. I didn't feel like I needed to have watched the episode. Yeah. Um. To have understood this, like a lot of the previous ones, like you needed to have like watched all of those, you know, episodes or films or whatever they were parroting in order to actually fully appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that way with yeah. this one. Yeah. When I was a kid, like the fact that it was a 3D Homer, that was the coolest thing to a lot of the kids. And now a kid I really would go. And now a kid would go. Eh. True. Well, they're yeah, uncultured swine these days. Yep. Um, Kids are spoiled. Yep. Yeah, and we need right. less of them. The uh, this was uh, this was an, an acid trip to say the least. The um, uh, you know. I, but I, that's I, what you love about it. I I I, I spent most of the time watching it. And I'm like, what the fuck am I watching again? It's like it's like watching a car wreck. Just you know, like a be- a good car wreck, but like I was mesmerized the way that. What is a have. good car wreck? I don't know. Where nobody dies. I don't know. Well, I was gonna say one where everybody gets eviscerated, but okay. It's either that or that. Like, there's you know the middle ground is. It's like if you're gonna watch a car wreck, at least make it entertaining. The uh, it's it's like being mesmerized by a, a car wreck. Like you're like, eh, I can't take my eyes of what whatever's going on on the screen right now. <laughs> but yeah, fair enough, I guess. All right. Um, the final thoughts and our little categories. Um, funniest moment for everybody. Grandpa Simpson for the win. The um, uh, the whole the whole thing. You know, <laughs> we're gonna we might die in our dreams. <laughs> Welcome to my life. The um, uh, you know, yeah, Grandpa Simpson always. always I liked that. Life. I also liked Martin being wheeled into the kindergarten. Damn it, he took mine. Yeah, it was pretty great. That's one of my favorite moments. Uh, I didn't take yours. We, we can choose the same one. Fuck you, Brandon. <laughs> the, not choose the, the same fact one. that more of us are choosing it just means that it is a funny moment. Yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite funny moments. And then I think the other one was in the first segment with um, Marge telling Homer to get him uh, the um, big boy the uh, donut back and <laughs> everything will go away. And, nope. You ever get tired of being wrong? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great, too. Uh, Zach, funniest moment. Cue the cricket noise, please. Oh, come on. I, n- n- not even that I feel like I'm wasting a fortune standing here. Not even that got a chuckle out of I mean, of I that. guess that's the closest thing, but I was more just entertained by it than it was funny. I'm just... It's just like, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a funny moment. It's just like... Oh, yeah. Okay, so that was more of a tragic moment than a funny moment for Zach, but tragedy and comedy are, you know, cousins, so we'll take it. Yep. Um, yep. Also, when um, the donut guy shows up at the door, yeah. he's like, yeah, Flanders has got it. Jesus, and then he opens the door. Help yeah. me, Lord. And he comes back again. It's like, I told you, Ned had it. Uh, creepiest or scariest moment? Or grossest, if there's one. Like goddamn I, I, fish. I know. I, yeah, I know Zach's one. The uh, uh, creepiest would definitely be um, uh, what's his face's death when he's yeah, like all Martin, the yeah Martin's scream Mar- Martin. specifically like just that that scream. I mean, that's my opinion. And by the way, I, I'm I'm saying this like almost like by default. I I'm mm. it's just like the creepiest of the episode. But if in the grand scheme of things, I wouldn't categorize it as yeah. creepy. It's just like it's not like, like when we do this category of creepiest, scariest, or grossest. And that's why I lump the three together because, especially in the later ones, there are some that just don't even try for the horror, but there's still like that one little gross thing in there. 
And of course, we're talking about this on the scale of mm-hmm. like a Simpsons Halloween special. Right. Yeah. And this isn't going to be like The Exorcist or The Shining. It just can't, and it's not designed to be like that either. Fair we enough. could try. I think the second segment had a lot of those like creepiest, scariest, yeah. nastiest moments. Nice. Um, for me, it was like Willie actually means, you know, on fire, and then like all of a sudden there's no flesh. He's just this, you know, fiery skeleton basically that was actually pretty creepy and awesome at the same time yeah and him as a freaking bagpipe spider thing that, that was just that pretty was cool. pretty freaking yeah creepy which i did cool. like a lot of the designs of willie as he was sinking yeah like there was like the rocket ship and a few others i did like him as a giant lawnmower that's yeah. cool that, that was pretty cool that was cool that's and cool. uh all right you said the drool of the fish right it was so disgusting those it, poor fish <laughs> yeah it, it was kind of gross yeah it was pretty gross the, again, just back to the bizarreness of that fucking episode, or that yeah. little bit. Like, I was like, this is so fucking weird. Um, worst segment. I'm going with Attack of the 50-Foot Ice Horse. Yeah. The first one. First yeah, segment, I'm going to go with the first one, yeah. The, I'm just going to lump the first two together, because they were just... You hated the second one more than you hated the first one. I, I don't know. They were both pretty bad. Fair enough. The uh, um, Yeah, I'm going to definitely go with the... Yeah, it's, I, I still liked one. it, but it still had a lot of humor to it. Um, best. Episode three. Like the second one, even though with the ending felt flat. I'm gonna go with episode like three just because of how unique it was. Um, uh, like and just in how it it, it 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 tried something different. It tried some, well. Not only about that, like it, it actually invoked more of an emotional reaction out of me than the other two did. So I have to take that into account. It's a really close one for me. Like I really like the storytelling and the structure of the second one, and it does have my funniest moment of the episode and my creepiest moment of the episode. But when I think back to it, the Homer cubed has always had a lot more impact on me. So I'm gonna go with Homer cubed, but it's like yeah. literally they're just like a notch within each other. Yeah. Yeah, I think if it had a better ending for the yeah, second segment it, you yeah. probably would have chosen that one but i probably would have i enjoyed the second regardless of the ending yeah it's the the one of the most segments that i remember you know for the treehouse horror just you know him being freddy krueger yeah <laughs> it was a good time yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought this was a very solid three all right thank you for listening to us on this smarch sixth yeah yeah <sighs> You Join us next. tomorrow, October 7th, for the next Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. Uh, we've definitely got a heavy hitter in this next one coming up. Nice. Um, until then, check out our regular podcast, The Nightmares Podcast, over on Midwest Horror Network, which you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Slasher, all at Midwest Horror Network. And if you'd be so kind to like, share, and subscribe, and check out our two other programs, The Screaming Room, where we react, comment, and chat about uh, our favorite horror movies, and then also our narrative show, Living Nightmares, based on real-life experiences. Like I said, like, share, and subscribe. Thank you all for checking us out, and uh, we will see you tomorrow on the next episode of Treehouse Horror. Happy October, everyone.